Welcome to your Daily Dose with Bob and Nick. Thanks for tuning in. Those of you who listen regularly know that I am no sports fan. It just isn't built into me. Yet I recently discovered something about sports that I love. Highlight reels. I love to watch replays of the best parts of every sport known to mankind. They are thrilling and they can even inspire me to move my body. Today Nick and I talk about the highlights and some of the oddly awkward moments that surround them. Enjoy. Since I've gone to the gym, um, I've really gotten into like replays. Not replays, but the, the um, what do you call it? Highlights? Highlights. Sports highlights? Okay, I, I was on the elliptical trainer during like a show that was like 30 minutes of just highlights. I yeah. don't know what the show was, but it was counting down with like the top 10 highlights of the week. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And I was into it. I was like, I was rocking. I was one of those guys running on the field on my elliptical yeah, trainer. Yeah. It's like, I, in addition to the music I was playing, that visual made me want to run. I think that's the, and that's the power of sports, right? Like you get invested in this thing and then there's this inspirational moment. But how do you sit and what? I mean, I, how do you do a crossword? For, I like, I'm raging on this machine because I feel like oh, because I've ninety percent of the game is none of that. Ninety <laughs> percent of the game is time wasting and completed passes, uh-huh. um, boring stuff, um, a regular human uh, interaction between people. You know, it's it's not okay, much going so on. So I have an idea. Okay, let's call it like the um, the XF, XFL. Right, there's already one of those. Okay, the QFL. Perfect. Okay. I don't know what the Q stands for, but it, it's an odd letter. The point is, it's going to be a football league where it's all highlights. All highlights. Yeah. That's all it is. No timeouts. No no, no injury calls. No flags thrown. No, uh, it, the clock never stops moving, and neither do the players. Why I like do it. That? So they've tried that a couple of times. They did a, um, a basketball league with trampolines. <laughs> so that people could slam wow. the ball all the time. People just got way too injured. Um, what was the other thing that they... Oh, I was thinking of uh, the slam dunk contest Oh yeah, in the NBA. So when you see past ones, you only see the dunks that got done. But in reality, what they do is they give you... I think it's 30 to 60 seconds to try to pull off your dunk. As many times as you can do it within that time. Uh, so you can do multiple dunks in that time, but more than likely what will happen is your first couple of times you'll mess up. Yeah. So you got to keep doing it. So it's this really like anticlimactic because <laughs> you can't, you can't just do it. Wait, but is it anticlimactic? Cause I, I look at it this way. We, we play games at, at SAC that are endowment games, right? Where they have to guess who they are or what crime they committed or how to get initiated yeah, in yeah, this yeah. gang through, through puns and through clues. Right. And they're failing, the whole time until they get it. And the more they fail, the more invested, the more intense yeah. the chairs are when they actually get it. Yeah. So I kind of feel like those failures, those pre failures, those are setting up the audience to really appreciate how freaking hard it is to dunk a ball like that. So that when they actually see it done, they can celebrate it the way it's supposed to be celebrated. I think the issue is the first time they go up there, they're doing this dunk that they haven't done or that they haven't um, uh, shown to the world to the world. Right. So all of a sudden it's between the legs and over the head and behind the back. And then they miss. (laughs) Now, now I know what you're doing, (laughs) but you didn't hit it the first time. So it doesn't seem as remarkable, but yeah, I could see when you're, when everybody knows what you're trying to guess and you're the, 
you're the performer trying to guess it. That's that is a lot of fun. I love that one. Imagine if Evil Knievel had that kind of a process. I can't. He'd be dead. But you've ever watched any of those stunt shows? Oh, like, yeah. uh, but like it's a half hour of waiting, testing, testing and the then, ramp, yeah. the ride up, and then the ride back, and listen to them talk about how dangerous it is, how they're testing the wind. I can't stand that. And if I have the opportunity just to fast forward to when they jump, yep. I, I'm going to do that. And I'm always impressed with the jump. Yeah. A- and I do believe that some of that anticipation is necessary for me to really appreciate the jump that's happening. Sure. Because it looks easy when you see it done. But it's not. Because I've seen some Evil Knievel's crashes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Why did Robbie Knievel ever get on a bike? Hey, it's Nick. Thanks for listening. Why did Robbie Knievel ever get on a bike? Because it was there. I'm sure there were other reasons. Some may be a little bit more complicated, having to do with living up to the legend of his father. Will we ever know what's in the mind of Robbie Knievel? Actually, I kind of want to research it now. I'll get back to you. Have a great day.